Welcome back to Inspiration, your cardiopulmonary anatomy and physiology podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk primarily about the cardiac assessment, and we'll jump right in with our standard ECG. So let's talk about the ECG paper. So the ECG paper, if you look at it from left to right, each small square has a duration of 0.04 seconds. Each large square consists of five small squares and the duration is 0.20 seconds. The electrical activity of the heart is monitored and recorded on our ECG paper. The normal ECG configurations are composed of waves, complexes, segments, and intervals. And they're recorded as a voltage against the time. So our P wave represents atrial depolarization and is recorded in the shape that's usually symmetric and upright. The P wave is followed by a short pause while the electrical current passes through the AV node. The normal duration of the P wave is about 0.08 to 0.11 seconds. The next we'll have is our PR interval. The PR interval starts at the beginning of the P wave and ends at the beginning of the QRS complex. The normal duration of the PR interval is 0.12 to 0.20 seconds. The PR interval represents total atrial electrical activity prior to the activation of our bundle of Hiss. The QRS complex represents the ventricular depolarization and the QRS complex consists of three separate waveforms, the Q, the R, and the S wave. A QRS complex is generally less than 0.12 seconds. Abnormal ventricular induced QRS complex waves are generally greater than 0.12 seconds. The ST segment is the time between ventricular depolarization and ventricular repolarization. The ST segment begins at the end of the QRS complex and ends at the beginning of the T wave. A normal ST segment is about 0.12 seconds or less. The T wave represents ventricular repolarization, rest and recovery. Normally the T wave has a positive deflection. However, it may be shown to have a low amplitude and be difficult to read. The duration of the T wave measures about 0.20 seconds or less. The QT interval is measured at the beginning of the QRS complex to the end of the T wave. The QT interval represents total ventricular activity. So this includes ventricular depolarization, 
and repolarization. A normal QT interval is about 0.38 seconds, and it varies amongst males and females as well as age. On an ECG, a patient may present with what we call atrial fibrillation, which is characterized by an irregular rhythm, the P waves are absent, and has an odd baseline. AFib can be a side effect of beta antagonist bronchodilators if it occurs during treatment. And if it does, you should stop the treatment and notify the provider. PVCs, or premature ventricular contractions, indicate irritability of the myocardium. So this could be to many causes, but one that we should be vigilant of is hypoxemia. If a PVC occurs during treatment, you should stop, provide the patient with some supplemental oxygen, and notify the provider. For patients with, a, uh, with coronary artery disease, treatment by catheterization or coronary artery bypass grafting or cabbage may be indicated if the diameter of the artery is reduced between 50 and 70%. Heart valve stenosis increases the pressures behind the valve, also known as the back pressure, but it decreases the pressures ahead of it. Valve regurgitation or valve insufficiency also can cause the pressure behind a leaking valve to increase. Lastly, an echocardiogram of a patient with systolic heart failure, which is decreased left ventricle contractility, will reveal a low ejection fraction, which is generally less than 45%. In diastolic failure, which is abnormal left ventricle filling or high filling pressures, the ejection fraction is often normal, something greater than 50%.